hello everyone good morning once again so um it's a brand new day and it's a day the lord has made so we will rejoice and be glad in it i pray that the word of god will speed ahead and that it will be honored wherever it goes in Jesus' name okay so um we learned yesterday that our transactions at the altar generate an initial trickling of water and our persistence of these transactions bear the potential of producing a river that would water many trees on both sides of it um now there is something i i just want us all to take note of um you see because we are activating the spirit of god within us it is prudent that we speak his language that is speaking in tongues deep calls onto deep and in practical terms if you need to address a yoruba man for example you would have to speak his language in order to catch his attention and then also um in a group of many different um tribes if you want to catch the attention of one particular tribe you'd have to speak the language of that particular person so um in the same way in order to get the spirit's attention we need to speak his language therefore at the altar we pray consistently in the Holy Ghost, speaking not to any man, but unto God directly. Whatever the request may be, after stating, um, after stating it, um, just pray longer in the Holy Ghost because he knows what's best. Okay, so back to our scripture in um, John 7.37. Jesus cried out on the last day that anyone who believes in him, as the scripture has said, out of his belly, or NIV says, out of his heart, um, shall flow rivers of living water. So we learned also that Genesis chapter 2 verse 10 is a consummation of this utterance. For it says, a river watering the garden flowed from Eden from where it was separated into four rivers. The garden the river waters is our hearts or our lives. So, but Eden is, a, is the presence of God. We learned in Revelation chapter 22 verse 1 that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the throne of the Father and the Son. So Genesis 2.10 can be rephrased as the Holy Spirit who prospers our lives comes from God and his lamp. And he prospers the four different and essential aspects of our lives. What are these aspects or what are these rivers Jesus speaks of in John 7:37? Okay, so um the name of the first river according to Genesis chapter 2 verse 11 is Pishon. It is that which compasseth or winds through the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. Now Havilah according to the Bible is a place where Saul attacked and destroyed the enemies of Israel. The Amalekites in 1 Samuel 15:7. Havilah is also the place where Ishmael breathed his last and died. So both the Amalekites and Ishmael, we know, are enemies of Israel in a sense that I will soon present. Okay, so um, who was Ishmael? Ishmael was the son of Abraham's servant, not the promised child, remember. Ishmael despised Isaac, the promised child. The scriptures say concerning him in Galatians 4.30. At that time, the son born of the flesh persecuted the son born by the power of the spirit. 
cast out the bondwoman and her son. For the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir, not heir with the son of the free woman. I am judging from this particular um, 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 verse. I, I actually titled today's message the battle of thrones the battle of thrones so um this message is titled the battle of thrones havila is the place where there is gold what is um what is gold it is that precious gift obtained from the salvation from one's enemies the amalekites were the first to attack israel after the exodus in genesis chapter 36 verse 12 we learn that esau's son eliphaz had a concubine named Timna who bore him Amalek. So Amalek was Esau's descendant. Now look at this. Just as David listed his offenders to his son, the king Solomon, and asked him to do what was right, it's highly possible, okay, that Esau also educated his descendants about his enemy Jacob, who deprived him from being heir to Isaac, his father. See, in 1 Kings chapter 2 david said my son i will soon die as everyone must verse 5 don't forget what joab did to me by killing abner verse 8 be sure to do something about shimei he cursed me and insulted me the day i went to mahanim verse 9 now you must punish him so it's very likely that it was a tradition in those days for you to tell your descendants what your your, 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 your enemy did to you. So they would also continue the fight. The Amalekites were those who attacked Israel at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men to go out and fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. Verse 11, as long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. Verse 13, so Joshua overcame the Amalekites army with the sword. Now concerning the, the war against Amalek, God is very passionate about it and you will soon find out. Deuteronomy 25 verse 17 says, Remember what the Amalek did to you along the way from Egypt. When you were weary and worn out, they met you on your journey and attacked all who were lagging behind you. They had no fear of God. When the Lord gives you rest from all the enemies around you in the land he's given you to possess, you shall blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. It's an exclamation mark there. So this is God speaking like this. Yes, the merciful God and the one who is asking us to forgive and all. This is the one speaking like this. In Exodus 17 verse 14, after Joshua overcame them with the sword, the Lord said to Moses, listen to this, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. And make sure that Joshua hears this because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. Verse 15, Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner. He said, Because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord, the Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Take notes of this scripture. Not once, not twice have these people risen against israel okay another point did you know that Haman, the enemy of the jews was an agagite that is a descendant of a once great amalek king that is the one saul spared but Samuel killed later okay in the book of esther all the royal 
officials at the king's gate knelt down and paid honor to Haman, for the king had commanded this concerning him. But Mordecai would not do so. Verse 5. When Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay honor, he was enraged. Yet, having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of killing only Mordecai. Instead, Haman looked for a way to destroy all Mordecai's people, the Jews, throughout the whole kingdom of the Xerxes. Why? Because Mordecai wouldn't bow to him or wouldn't allow him to be greater. <laughs> now look at this. The spirit of Amalek is a vengeful one. It doesn't matter whether you know about the bone of contention or not. Because Esther did not know. Once you are a descendant of the chosen one, you are a target. The Lord is at war with this spirit also because this spirit declared war on the descendants of those who choose to serve God in the book of Revelation chapter 12. Okay, the spirit of Amalek is the spirit seeking revenge because another was chosen over him. In Romans 9.13, God tells us that before the babies were born, he had chosen Jacob instead of Esau. Before the babies were born, he had blessed the younger to be saved by the older. He had blessed the younger to be greater. Do you get it? So that was Saul's, Esau's descendants. Okay. Now in the book of Revelation chapter 12 verse 17 to the speaker is angry because he wasn't chosen. He, that's according to Ezekiel chapter 28, says was perfect in wisdom and beauty, was in Eden, the garden of God, where he was in his presence, had every precious stone as his covering, was on the holy mountain of God, walked amidst stones of fire, and was blameless in all his ways. He wasn't chosen. But rather, we see a heavily, like a heavily pregnant woman with agonized tears crying out of labor pains. This woman eventually gives birth to a boy who is rather caught up not only to God, but he's caught up onto God's throne. This male child is chosen to rule the nations and with an iron rod. The angry speaker in Revelation chapter 12 verse 17 was angry because he wasn't chosen for the throne and so he swore vengeance on all who kept the faith of this male child his hands were lifted up against the throne of the lord against all who are chosen by the male child the amalek spirit is a dragon spirit it says cast out the child of the bondswoman i god did not choose him my chosen is the one who will inherit the one to be heir Therefore, the Spirit of God, through his own zeal, performs the utter bloating out of that Amalekite spirit and kingdom from your life. The more you speak in tongues, his spirit completely bloats out that enemy who is warring you because you chose to serve him. He himself fights this battle because it's through no fault of yours that you have been chosen to be a king to rule the earth. He chose you himself over all, so he will fight himself and be at war against him from generation to generation. So Havila is the place where God establishes our kingdom. That is the so, so so he establishes our kingdom, and that is the gold we obtain. The gold is the gift given to the king, having obtained rest from his enemies. So um, when you read um, 
When we read the book of First Kings, chapter 5, verse 4, you will realize that through constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit, David concluded that, Now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side, so there is neither adversary nor evil occurrent. So Solomon, in building the temple his father had intended to build, used pure gold to overlay the inner sanctuary. He used pure gold to overlay the altar. He covered the inside of the temple with pure gold, extended gold chains across the front of the inner sanctuary. He even covered the floors of the inner and outer rooms of the temple with gold. Where do you think he got the gold from? Of course, from his father. So in the land of Avila, there is gold. Every king needs the financial resources to serve God first, two, to meet the needs of the poor, and then lastly, to meet his own needs. Time is not on our side. We would um, continue this lesson God willing tomorrow. So I'll end here. God be with you. God guide you. God protect you. And enjoy the best of the day in Jesus' name.